Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Three hundred six DGS on KMOX. I told you guys a story about this the other night. I was uh, on my couch, and uh, Klaibs pops up on my phone. I'm like, oh boy, better get this. And uh, the nicest phone call I maybe have ever received. Just he was calling from Jupiter. He was with Matt Pauly. Uh, so you know he was drunk. It's a Polly party, right? I mean, you're, you're not going to hang out with Matt Polly and be anywhere near. You, you ought to see him with a lampshade on his head. Well, uh, that's, that's a hell of a lamp right there, Clint. No, that was one of the nicest phone calls I have ever received. I thank you. Well, you know what? You, you, you've been a good friend to me for a number of years. And, you know, you get to a point sometimes where you think about people and you don't reach out and just say, hey, man, thinking about you, what's up? Uh, because the next thing you know, you know, things change. That's right. So I'm, I'm that guy where I just call people out of the blue. Normally I'm not drunk, but every now and then it may happen. <laughs> but that night I was not drunk. I, we were sitting at a Japanese hibachi. You know how they bring the guy yeah. he's throwing swords and knives up in the air and flame is going. So we were just sitting there and I don't know. It just, you just came on my mind. So I said, let me call him to see how he's doing. That's very cool. Um, and, and you're working with one of my favorite people when it comes to baseball and spring training, Kevin Wheeler. Oh, uh, you Let me tell you something, man. There have been a lot of people who tried to fill those shoes where you and I used to run down here. They're all playing for the bronze medal. Nah, look at that. <laughs> look see? at you being nice, Clay. Thank you, buddy. And you know what? Miss can, hanging out with you. I can tell you, the the couple of people I know who don't like Klaibs, they're straight up a-holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? No, you're not uh, wrong. Yeah, you know what? That, that list may have grown a little bit, Dave, so I don't know what list you're going from. But there may be a few more people that may not be liking me at these at this point. But it's all good. How do we do today, Klaibs? We play to a 1-1 tie. Hmm. So, uh, you know what, here's the deal. The, our pitching has been pretty good the last few days. And uh, we have a young man, uh, Cooper Jerpy, who was a former first-round pick, and he had some injuries. He came in, and he throws sidearm, three-quarter and sidearm, not submarine, and he was mowing people down. He got in a little trouble, but our pitching, and even from our starters to guys who I don't even know, have all come in throwing strikes, and you know that's a good way to start spring training off. Now I'm not as, and I'm, I'm I don't mean this facetiously. It's true. I, I played the game, but I'm not as nearly as knowledgeable as you guys. I feel like this season could turn a lot on Mason Wynn. Mason Wynn hits 220 and feels the way he he has been is a big difference over 175 or needing to replace him with a veteran. I think he's going to hit much more than that. Uh, he's hit every level he's ever been at in the minors. 
And uh, he's a tenacious, he's a tough kid, uh, really works hard. He and Jordan Walker spent virtually the entire winter here in Jupiter, and I don't blame him, mm-hmm. uh, just working on their game. Mm-hmm. He put on a little extra muscle, and uh, I think he's going to be one of the future leaders of this ball club. And I think he's going to hit well over 250. I know there's some nice. people where he didn't hit in this. He didn't hit in this when he was here, but that was that was kind of a plan where the Cardinals wanted him to get just enough a taste of what it takes to be in the big league, so he could have something to build off of. And I think we're going to see that he had two really good plays yesterday. He had two hits yesterday, made a dazzling play in the field, stole a base, uh, and he's tenacious. He's a guy that's like, I'll get in your face, and yeah. we we can do this. So yeah. we're going to be fine. Yeah, and I, and I do think that you know it's important to, for people to understand age and all of that. And your first month of anything is not necessarily an indicator, good or bad, by the way. You could come up and hit 350 in your first month. That doesn't mean that's what you are. Uh, and I agree with your uh, assessment, Claves, on win, not just long-term, but short-term as well. I think he's going to be really good. But no, we're going to be fine. It sounds like today, uh, and Katie Wu just reported this, but also Derek Gould was on it earlier, and Susan Slosser from the San Francisco Chronicle. Sounds like they're signing Brandon Crawford to give them a little more depth at shortstop. We know we have some questions about Tommy Edmond, maybe, maybe or maybe not being ready for opening day because of the wrist injury that he's rehabbing and shortstop depth is a bit of an issue near the major league level for the club. Yeah. They don't have anybody who could play behind Mason Wynn. And, and it's, you know, I think also Kevin, Dave and, and uh, Rachel, it, it might be more of a mentoring situation mm-hmm. as well. I mean, this guy's won what three world series, uh, you know, never whole bunch know, of gold just, gloves. Yeah. Yeah. He can pick it, man. And I think he's a guy that if you say to him, Hey, here's the deal. This kid's going to play a lot. You'll probably play on Sunday and Thursdays with you and Matt Carpenter and everybody else on getaway day. But if you can just show this guy how this game works, the highs and lows, uh, that you would have accomplished your mission. So I'm not opposed to it at all. As long as he understands, um, Crawford understands what his playing situation yeah. will look like. And I'm sure they've gone over that uh, well before any anybody signs an autograph on a contract. Boys, we have any reasonable chance of getting Montgomery back? Boy, that's a great question. Um, I would leave the door open for it. Uh, you know, what's wrong with saying, hey, we'll give you two years and we'll pay you handsomely. Yeah. And you know what? If you meet certain numbers, we'll roll it over into another year because you have to remember, we signed a lot of guys who are longer in the tooth that will probably be out of the organization yeah. within two years. So he would fit perfectly in that situation to go along with some of the other young arms that we have developing. It's fascinating. I mean, I I don't think I've seen any of the national baseball reporters connect him back here. Uh, the latest buzz today was Boston, and I've seen other teams that have been uh, connected to him. It, it it all depends. Claims right on the cost. I mean, if he's looking yeah. at five years and one hundred fifty million, he's not going to get that here. But if he ends, he won't up get saying, it this year. No, I don't think he. I think you're right. I think you know we saw what Cody Bellinger got the three year eighty. Wouldn't surprise me if Montgomery got something like that with the opt-outs built in so he can go back into free agency next year if he wants to. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Kevin. I, I think that's something that – I'm not the biggest proponent of opt-outs. I think teams should have opt-outs too where they say, <laughs> man, you're really crappy, man. We don't want you back. Uh, <laughs> well, those and, are called team options, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and no trade contracts are the worst uh, because you don't have any leverage. But if you give him a short deal – and, and load it up and, and pay him, you know, what he des- what he probably deserves considering how good he was last year, not just with the Cardinals, but obviously with the Texas Rangers. 
You make it a shorty deal. He can get out of line and go back and do his thing again. And then at that point, he might really like St. Louis because he's going to be part of something that could be special. Now, here's an interesting question on that regard. Dep- again, it all depends on the exact cost and all of that. But like Fangraphs has the Cardinals luxury tax number this year at $213 million as a projection. I mean, obviously it changes as the season goes by. If you're at 25, even for a year or two, you're pushing that luxury tax, th- tax threshold. Does that require a different move to move out money, or do you think they go ahead and push it? Well, I, you know what? I think they have to ask themselves a question. How close are we to going for it? How, how close are we? We don't want to win just the division. What are we going to do when we have to face Atlanta or the Dodgers yep. or somebody of that yep. ilk? Or, or are we in a position where we can go chest to chest with them? Compared to just saying, well, we're in, and, you know, we're back in Posey. I, I don't think anybody within that organization is going to accept solely that. So you have to ask yourself the question, two things. One, can we push the chips in on this guy to insulate our pitching staff? Can we find a dance partner to move somebody? And thirdly, I think what's even more important is what do we need at the trade deadline? Will right. we be able to go in right. all in on somebody if we need another bat or we need somebody out of the bullpen that might be available. Uh, So you have to make sure you have the ability to explore those options where it doesn't affect what you do uh, in February or March. Uh, How's the feel with Contreras, Klebs? The feel is good. This guy really worked in the off season. Uh, You know, he went through a little bit of a rough road, but I thought he handled it extremely well because, you know, basically Dave, he had to learn how to catch. You know, uh, he was playing on natural ability, and obviously he wasn't as effective as he could be. I think he's taken a very unique approach where all he wants to do is catch every pitcher. that we <laughs> He'll catch anything short of COVID right now. That's how serious he is <laughs> yeah. about catching, and, and he's such a positive guy. Uh, his bat has been solid. I don't think we have to worry about him or Ivan Herrera, who drove in the long run today. Mm-hmm. He's swinging the bat well. So that's an area that we went from near disaster to saying, oh, we're good. We're good for a while here. <laughs> I see uh, you know, the reports Contreras is really working more and more on the one knee position to I get hate down. It. Yeah, you do? Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm tell don't you hate it, Clebs. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you. It, it, it's a short-term deal, and here's why. First of all, there's only a handful of guys who can throw from that position. I mean, really throw. So my, my issue is if I have a run on first and I'm trying to steal a strike, and I don't have that throwing ability, I'm putting a runner in scoring position for a strike. I'm trading a strike for for a runner in scoring position. But it'll all go away once we have the ABS, so they can put a pylon back there with a a throwing arm, and it won't make a difference. So back up a couple steps. Why? What's what's the difference? What's what's your argument as a former catcher? So I mean, like, well, the the main thing that teams have been going for is getting more strikes called at the bottom of the zone. Yeah. Right. So by starting underneath the strike zone and working up to the ball, when you catch it, it looks better than it really is. So that's what framing is. Framing is making a sure. pitch look better than it is, so you get the call. And before stolen bases were coming back, which they did last year. It was really a no-brainer, and it's more of a brainer now. You have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And, Claves, the reason why I'm into it is it's still got to be done situationally. You can't yes, do it with no a to, – to me, you don't yeah. do it with a runner on third base in a close game. You don't do it when a guy like Victor Scott II is on base. <laughs> you better be oh, up you in your – Yeah, you better be up in your alert position when you got an elite base dealer there. But 
as a general rule, nobody on base, it, it's brilliant. I don't know why you wouldn't do it if there's nobody on base. Yeah, if there's but nobody I'm, on base, I, I, I get it. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. But, you know, I was talking to an umpire uh, yesterday about it, and he said, what do these people think we are, stupid? Well, you know, trying to steal. Don't ask, like, don't ask and, me and, that and so question. I just said, and I said, I'll plead. I'll just plead great. fifth on that. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> we don't have to think they're stupid. We, we, I mean, like teams have measured. When you do that, you get more calls. I mean, yeah. like, they, so yeah, they're being fooled. How thin are the pants going to be this season? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The only pants that are thinner will be found on the east side from what I'm told. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you know what? This has been a true debacle. Uh, and how Nike could allow this company to make these uniforms without somebody saying, hey, wait a minute, or or at least have a player committee or an equipment manager committee to work with them compared to getting things that look like something out of the, the, the team store, mm-hmm. which, you know, is great if you're running around at the barbecue or the backyard party or whatever, or your kid wants to wear it, but it's not meant to be worn in game situations like what we see I know the Players Association is not happy. Uh, Nike's catching just tremendous heat. And I know there were some players that came out in favor of it. And I would be willing to venture that all of those guys who came out in favor have a contract with Nike, whether it's a (laughs) shoe deal or whatever, okay? And and that's part of being an endorser. But it's not going over well. Uh, So hopefully they can get this thing remedied. But, you know, it takes so long to manufacture all this stuff. Mm. My thing is, man, let's just go back to the old ones, and then we have a whole year. Figure it out. Yeah. To to get it figured out. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I would do. They're a little revealing. you know me. Yeah, I mean, some guys, you know, it might it might help them, and there are other guys. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's that's. I'm sorry, that's not uh, that's not what I thought you were. I mean, you know, so it's one of those deals where there'll be a few guys that get a couple of check marks by their name, and then there'll be some other guys with an eyebrow raise, like, oh, that's really disappointing. It's, it's my understanding they tried to bring that into radio, but Charlie Brennan blocked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. This is why like Claims that. calls me and tells me he loves me at 8 p.m. Yeah, this is price. That, you know, that's a good one. Brennan's probably listening now. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, my brother. We'll talk to you soon, man. You guys have a great week, uh, and I guess go out and get the mucklucks out and the, and the gloves and all the hats and stuff again, from what I gather, yeah. as far as the weather's concerned. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right, you guys take care. Some fun facts? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So I used to stand all the time to do the show, yep. and uh, one, it was just sort of a personal choice, and I felt a little more engaged, and I sat and I'm like, this is pretty yeah, great. Yeah, it's way better. Uh, but I still feel guilty that I'm not burning all the calories. Anyone want to uh, take a, a guess? Working at a standing desk burns how many extra calories during an eight-hour day? 500. Okay. I have to... Ab- this is embarrassing. I have to abstain because I don't know how much a lot is. You don't know how much what is? Like, I don't know if bur- it's burning 50 calories oh, I a see lot. Oh, It's burning 500 But you a think lot. it's a lot, though? Yeah, I, I would say it's probably... So let's take care of this. Like, the average adult male burns yeah, yeah, about yeah. 2,500 a day. Okay. And just being an average adult male. And if you do really vigorous exercise, you burn about four to 500 calories in an hour. Yeah, I would say then maybe like 800 because I, I, I'm pretty sure Kev? I've heard it's a Kev? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably go in the in the eight to a thousand, eight hundred to a thousand range. So would I. Sixty four calories. Whoa. That's like two. That's, that's like two apples. Team sit wins. Yeah, yeah. Let's just sit team down sitting forever. wins. And I thought, but, but then they'll tell you if yeah. you sit at work, you're going to die 
20 yeah. years earlier. And we all have to get standing desks because it's a thousand times so better. Screwed. Is your blood circulation I mean, just better if yeah, you're standing? Yeah, probably. I think just everything. Probably. Yeah. Whatever. And just being sedentary is not good. Uh, Japan has the most 7-Elevens. Yeah. In the in, on the planet with more than twenty one thousand, really, and, and it's not just seven. There's convenience stores everywhere. There's Lawson's. There's nicer? Family Mart. They're so nice. Yeah, they have like <laughs> they're so uh, great. They have like really. It's like the go to place for like lunches and stuff, as I understand it. It's just like good food, like better. Than Why aren't you living there? I don't know. I want to. <laughs> I want to try the Japanese Seven Eleven food so badly. Pretty good. I enjoy it. And you're feeling disheartened about Missouri lately. What's got you so sad, little Bucky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in particular, it's this. I, I there's a law in Missouri that I guess is not a new law; it's an older law. But it it says that you can't get divo- like a woman can't get divorced if she's pregnant. And I know some people who uh, they're like IVF doctors and lawyers here are like already advising their uh-huh. uh, like clients on like, look, this law might well start. Moving over this way, Missouri tends to trend that way. They like to jump on whatever the new bad, bandwagon. Yeah, whatever the new bad law is. Although this one like doesn't to seem to be, even Trump was smart enough to say, to distance himself from this. Yeah, and I'm very, interesting to see, I'm very interested to see how that's going to go, if that's going to change anybody's minds on it, seeing that he doesn't want a part of it. But it just, it's just, it, it can be tough to live here sometimes because we have people like, the Freedom Caucus, for example, uh, our our Missouri Freedom Caucus, who are are just it seemingly rather than trying to govern effectively and for the people, they're just trying to. Are stir you things up Illinois themselves. very liberal? Are you happy over there? Not thrilled because uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> t- t- decades. Who of, makes this guy happy? <laughs> Centuries of corruption have destroyed Illinois yeah. government forever. Sensitive care of a mouse. <laughs> How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 335 DGS on KMOX. Skip Weber's going to be in studio, top of the hour, doing the Sweet 16. Dave Murray joins us now. Well, How Dave, is Skip doing? Is Skip doing okay? Yeah, he's doing okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, his house burned down and he almost killed himself on the ice. But, I mean, <laughs> other than that, he's... He's okay. The other night, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he's hanging in there, man. He's tough. See, Andrew, don't, doesn't it make Missouri and Illinois sound better? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, we didn't oh, really God. put a, a period at the end of that sentence. So, Illinois is also <laughs> yeah. too oh, conservative? Yeah. No, it's not that it's too conservative. It's that it's that decades of of corrupt uh, politicking has ruined, like yeah. for example, the tax system. I end up owing as much to Illinois or more than I do to like the federal government at the mm. end of the year, just because mm-hmm. they're trying desperately to recoup what what all the governors took. All the governors have taken, <laughs> and, it's, and it's all the governors. We've like never Blagoyevich. had a good one. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They are like as corrupt as they come, and so like I. 
I can't exactly say. It's like say... AAA for federal prison. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like promoted. I can't exactly say that, like, well, you know, they don't. we don't have it figured out here in Missouri like over in Illinois. I can't exactly say that because we sure as uh, heck don't have a better system over there. Yeah. So, Dave, you finally got your wish. Some exciting, uh, some exciting weather coming. Yeah, out. yeah, and, and it is a uh, as we were talking about on Friday. You know, strap yourself in because it is a wild ride. We did hit a new record today. I don't have the exact official number yet, but I know we hit seventy nine, and seventy eight was the record from nineteen ninety six. So we did set a record. Very mild tonight, windy. 58, that's it for the overnight low. Evening temperatures will will slowly drop out of the 70s into the upper 60s. It's not going to feel like the end of the month at all. Tomorrow, interesting day. There's going to be a fair amount of dry time. We are still ahead of this sharp Arctic cold front that is going to be coming in. So I still like 80 degrees for the high on Tuesday. 79, the record from 1981. Changeable skies developing scattered showers and thunderstorms around. I really like the time frame of 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Scattered is the key word. Not everybody is going to get hit with this stuff, and certainly not everybody's going to see strong to severe thunderstorms. They're going to tend to be a little isolated, and the focus is going to be St. Louis to the south and to the east. And if you were to get under a severe storm, hail, winds of 70 miles per hour and the possibility of small twist up tornadoes. But again, I don't want people freaking out about this yet. There's still a lot of questions on it. And not everybody is going to see strong or severe thunderstorms. It's just not that kind of system. There's a lot of dynamics that aren't perfect for a severe weather outbreak. There are some dynamics that are strong for a severe weather outbreak. So this is one of these things as we go through the day tomorrow, we'll be able to fine tune it. The timing of the front is probably the biggest question is it may not get through until it's dark. And so even though it's be very warm ahead of the front and there'll be a lot of wind, there's just a lot of questions of how much you know lift and how much mm-hmm. oomph in the atmosphere. Tuesday night, very warm in the evening. The front comes through, scattered showers and thunderstorms are out again in the evening Tuesday night. And then the temperature is going to drop like a rock. Winds turn to the northwest. We could even see some snow around after 2 in the morning Tuesday night. We'll go down to 28 degrees. So we could see a 45 to 55 degree drop in temperature in about a six, seven hour period of time. Wednesday is sunny, but it's windy and it's cold. 39 for the high. It's going to feel colder. 22 Wednesday night. Thursday, sunny and a chilly 48. Friday, a cold start, sunshine, and then a flip back to relatively warm weather, 58 for the high on Friday. There you go. That doesn't keep you interested, I don't know. So the same day we could hit 80 and have snow. Yes. Mm. That would be great, too. The best chance chance for snow is going to be to our north. Uh, you know, northeast Missouri and central portions of Illinois. But we could see some snowflakes anyway. And then, Dave, kind of back to not 80 degrees, but back to the more mild temperatures after Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. The uh, This this is a quick release of cold air. It, it will be very cold over the Great Lakes into the northeast for longer than we will see. But, yeah, it just kind of, kind of planes out a little bit. Nothing too extreme either way. Cold or, or mild. Don't forget, mm-hmm. spring forecast coming up Thursday. Okay. I have a, I have a question. Dave, sure. what's the what's the biggest extreme that we've ever seen here? If you know off the top of your head, as in like I, it starts the, the day starts at twenty degrees, and by the end of the day it's 
80 or whatever. Yeah, I think it happened, I think, in 1911. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but the, it was like 80 degrees, something like that, a swing of about 80 degrees. Wow. I've always loved when you're when you're in it, uh, especially like if, if you're like in the Jeep and it's open air and you're driving and it's 80 and then you hit the storm or, or like it's 95 mm-hmm. and then you hit a storm and it's back to 65. Oh, mm-hmm. It feels good. so good. Oh, it feels good. Headlines, right? Brought to you by Schnucks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnucks Rewards app. Having a hard time saying the word Schnucks today. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those, like, it's kind of an odd word. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, how do you say it again? Schnucks, everybody. Go get your groceries from Schnucks. Okay, Biden and Trump are to visit the U.S.-Mexico border on the same day this week. Did you guys see this? No. I wonder Awkward. if they'll meet up for a drink or something. <laughs> or, they'll, or they'll rumble. So President Joe Biden is set to make a rare trip to the border on Thursday, setting up a uh, kind of a split situation with former President Donald <laughs> Trump. Uh, he's expected to give remarks at Eagle Pass on Thursday as well. <laughs> what if they did a thing you see before, like boxing matches where they go nose to nose? Their so people hot. are holding them back. How great can would I, that be? That I, would be. I mean, it would be horrible, but funny. Hijack this. So I am uh, one thing I'm pretty conservative on is the border. I tend to agree more with what the conservatives do in Trump, and I'm not sure you can really be too tough because it's your friggin' border, right? Mm-hmm. However. All these videos I'm seeing of people just, like, going through the wall, and you'll have, like, five miles of wall, then an open space for 100 yards, and then five more miles. I don't—I'm just not a wall guy. Especially in 2024 when we have all this technology. You're telling me a wall? It doesn't seem to be working either. Now, if the wall worked— Build a wall. I'm fi- I'm like I find it a bit offensive, but I also find it offensive that you're just coming over here and not asking our permission. Mm-hmm. So, but I just am not a wall guy. There are also things called tunnels, right? That drug that the <laughs> drug cartels use oh, yeah. to move product back and forth. Yeah, good uh, old 2024 technology. And also, <laughs> like the the majority of drugs come in through the border, like the legal points of entry. Because you have to bring it in in shipping containers and trucks, or they have to fly in airplanes. It's really hard to carry enough for the cartels to make the money they need to make. So, you know, that part of it is not an, it's not a non-factor. Yeah. But it's less of a factor. It's more about just control. Like, yeah. you got to know who's coming in and who's not. Uh, Wallet Hub did a survey of the best states for women, and Massachusetts is the place to go to for women looking to live their best life. Why is that? I should check it out. Uh, looking at factors like economics, healthcare, safety, and social well-being. Hmm. Uh, also well. at the top of the list, the District of Columbia, Minnesota, Vermont, and Maine. And at the bottom Uh-oh. of the list, Oklahoma, <laughs> Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Texas. Do you see the Oklahoma guy? Talking about the trans kid who died. No. And saying this the school, is the superintendent. Yes. Yes. This is a Christian state. We don't need that filth in our state. And when asked to take that back, he refused. And he said, I know exactly what I said. And that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. And he but he didn't have anything to say about the student who I believe was killed in his district hmm. uh, as part of being trans. That's that, I, I did see that. 
Older Americans are working longer and delaying retirement, according to Vox.com. And a 2023 Gallup poll found the average age of retirement in the U.S. is 62 years old. That's three years higher than it was in 2002. And annual work hours have increased as well, up 30 percent since the year 1987. Dave, you seem to have navigated this perfectly where you saved your money, you retired, but you still work, you know, doing this. Yeah. It keeps you you busy, keeps your head in it. If you didn't do this, do you think you'd be bored? Good question. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's always, there's always stuff to do mm-hmm. now. Now, whether you're, you know, stuff around the house, gardening, the things that I really like to do, some people might say, well, that's boring. And I understand that, but to me, it's not, I, I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Wheels, how about you? What's your plan? I don't know. I'll be doing something. Like I, I just can't say, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a big sitter arounder. Yeah. So it'll be coaching or, I don't know, teaching or whatever. Go pro that video game thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah, you know what? That might be it. That's Have my retirement. I'm going to go professional. I, we don't think we play many of the same games, and the ones we do are not really competitive. Sounds to me like, like you're ducking each other. I thought about reaching out to Kevin, actually, the other day and seeing if you would want to, like, uh, Link up over Xbox. For example, Rach and I both train in jujitsu, and we have taken that to the dojo. We will not say who won, but it was an honorable fight. It's a tie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the two of you should have a little show off. What should we play? I don't know. Mario Kart. I was going to suggest (laughs) I would. A neutral game. (laughs) The one everybody plays. I would win in Mario Kart. Yeah, he probably would. No, I was going to suggest maybe like Gears of War. So something we could play together, not competitively. Yeah. Something we could team up. I don't know. I like the whole let's fight thing. No, I like the fight thing. I like that. Yeah. He likes the fight thing, Andrew. He wants to destroy mm. you. Maybe we'll play Madden. Which <laughs> we should I play Madden. Oh, don't. Which I don't know how Just to play. Just for your yes. sake, don't. Yes. Do. <laughs> Just for your sake. 87 to nothing. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I want to try it. Yeah, we should do it. All right. Dave, let's go. Do you ever play video games? No, never. Yeah. I challenge and, you, too. And, and our son never played them. And which is probably why I never played them. Oh, okay. Because yeah, he, was, can, uh, he just wasn't interested in it. We can stream it. We'll, uh, we'll, I like uh, it. Yeah, we'll twitch it. it. Yeah, we'll stream it online. Do it on the border. Go down to Play Texas a border game. And, I yeah. challenge both presidential candidates to <laughs> yeah. a game of Madden. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. <laughs> All righty. 352 DGS. Okay, I'm going to say one of the dumber things I've said, but... Uh, Rachel was just telling us that yesterday was uh, her niece, baby Darcy's second birthday. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. Darcy. Uh, mostly from TikTok, because while I remember my kids being that age, I don't have specific memories. Uh, uh, babies are creepy. Like, they know, oh, they know too much okay. too early. Mm. You know? Uh, that's awesome. Like, you'll see a one-and-a-half-year-old having a conversation about, like, amortization tables or something yeah. I'm like i went over to my best. friend's house saturday night they just had about a year, close to a year ago they had twin babies they just turned one and there was a a marked shift in their consciousness this time they were like in the past they had just been like babies you know yeah. rolling around whatever now they were up they were walking you yeah they're human when, yeah when they were looking like at it. they were looking at me and <laughs> registering me standing there and yeah. not just like a shape I was, was like creepy. babbling until kindergarten, then they learned to tell time and you go get a job. <laughs> it was creepy, man. <laughs> I could not disagree more that it is creepy. No, it's not like, creepy. It's I think awesome. It's amazing. They're uh, perceiving me like crows on a power line. I remember with my niece Blair, it was like I, I think I took like two weeks away from her, and then when I came to see her again, she was really talking. And it was it like took my breath away how yeah. much 
she had learned in such a short period of time. And it's just like, it just happens. They just bloom like a plant or something. Yeah. Nick remembers his second birthday. Really? Yeah. I remember some vague things from when I was very young, but I don't know how very young. Yeah. I had a weird one this weekend. I took my mom, I always take her flowers, and I took her my favorite stargazers and sunflowers. And she brought up, uh, oh, you remember when your dad planted that whole field of sunflowers out back? And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. She's like, you loved them. They were your favorite. And I just had not thought of it. And as 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 soon as she said it, I could picture that big field of sunflowers. That's awesome. Memory's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. I was probably busy talking about amortization tables or something when I was a baby. You're creeping everybody out. (laughs) For one reason or another, the answer to that is yes. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.